You are now listening to the Friends of Rugby podcast. Relax your anus. Balls. Thick thighs. Camille Shat. Where's his neck? Eddie Jones. You fuck, mate. We're nice now. Okay. Okay. There you go. Take two. Did you hold your breath? No, I'm breathing. <laughs> Normally. I told Frank to uh, be silent for a few seconds when we start recording, and he, the first time we did it, he was holding his breath. That's how you be silent. <laughs> I've now done that thing where I'm starting to like manual, you know when you think about manual breathing? And now I guess everyone who's listening, Levi who's listening, is now manual breathing as well. <laughs> so it's horrible. I was just thinking that you were worried that I was going to pull some fucking stunt. I wasn't. No, you weren't worried? No, no, no. No? My, my, no, I have faith in you. Oh. And if you do it too often, it kind of gets like a bit hacky, doesn't it? I don't think you're that yeah. kind of person. I was like, do I have to do something at the beginning every time? No, no, I don't think you should. I'm glad just kidding. You, oh, <laughs> well, you're fucking serious then. <laughs> this is a fucking clown just comes <laughs> in through the door. I think it's fine like once a month, you know? Yeah. But if you do it every time, it gets a bit hacky. I'll just surprise you. You'll never see it. That's clown. fine. I don't mind that. Yeah. You know, just don't do it every week. <laughs> fucking macho man, right? <laughs> the Kool-Aid guy. Yeah. You have some weird yeah. surprise guests like a strippogram. Uh, do you want to tell everyone the date? Yeah, I, I'm going to do my really funny intro. Yeah, it's February 26. Oh my god, 2024. 2024. That's getting a bit repetitive, isn't it? It's I just thought thing. I'm trying to put a bit of structure on it. That's all. Yeah. Well, people like when they they listen to our podcast, not yeah. for rugby, to, just to know what the date is. Did you guys have the talking clock in Canada? <laughs> what the fuck is it's that? It's like back in the day when you didn't have mobile phones, you like a, a wire phone, a landline. You pick it up and you dial this number and it's just a clock. And it just tells you the time. <laughs> and it was like the time sponsored by Acura no. is 1234. We used to have things on the phone. You'd dial a number and then there'd be like space adventures, press <laughs> one. And then they'd go on and then it'd give you options that and stuff. That sounds a lot better than the fucking time. Yeah, but we didn't have the talking clock. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have a clock in my house. So I had to call it to find <laughs> out the time. Call. I don't I'm know. not joking. I'm not joking. Really? Yeah. You Not said, forever. I think it was like a month where the clock ran out of batteries and Norman replaced them. Oh, yeah. That's the most random thing I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that just aged us. It did. Yeah. Well, we're old now, aren't we? Yeah. We're getting there, aren't we? How was your weekend? I had a party at your house for your birthday. It's birthday party. I'm fucking hanging still. I feel Are you? rough. You went hard. I was pissed as fuck when I. Yeah. Yeah. I was hanging. Yeah. I had fun though. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. I felt bad though because I was like shouting and was in, in your kitchen. I thought we'd wake your neighbors up. And No, 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 no. All right. Do you have fun? I had a birthday. great time. Good. I thought we had a really good group of people. You did a good turnout, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's like, I didn't know you had this many friends. Yeah. You had your rugby friends and your work friends. And it was like a high school dance. We were like, no one was talking. Like the groups weren't mingling. Yeah. I had work people, old work people, people I used to go to school with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I think I, I, your rugby friends, we were being a bit cliquey, to be honest. Yeah, you guys were. So, yeah, Just sorry. Just clicking around. Yeah. Yeah. But, but no. good fun. Yeah, it's a good weekend. Yeah. And rugby happened. And rugby happened. Mm. You want to talk about it? You had a little hiccup, though. I did? Yeah, you had to work. Yeah. Well, and to be honest, on Sunday, I was so fucking hanging <laughs> that I didn't really give France and Italy the attention it deserved either. So <laughs> no. it was a poor... And that was the game of the weekend. <laughs> apparently, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I watched uh I watched uh, like this really 
mm, I don't want to say dodgy stream, but dodgy stream of it on Sunday in yeah. the afternoon. And uh, I'll talk. We'll get we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. Yeah. Start right. with uh, Wales Island, eh? Do you want to start with Wales Island? I think we should start yeah. chronologically. All right. Yeah. What happened? What, what, what happened, ha Wales? What happened, oh, no. Wales? I, I mean, you go first. You go first. The victor has the spoils. <laughs> Why am I the victor? Because you like Ireland. Aren't they your team? They're my team. Yeah. You know. So you're the victor. I cheer for rugby. No, you don't. I'm a rugby Shut fan. Shut up. No, you don't. I'm, I'm all about the rugby. You are all about the rugby, more than most people. Yeah. But you're definitely an Ireland fan. I do have a more secular like take when it comes to teams and who wins and who loses though yeah you do like my 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 heart's not gonna be heart like i'm not gonna be broken if uh like ireland loses i think that's the difference between you and me i'm emotionally devastated yeah. and have to drink nine stellas yeah on a so Saturday you're night. you're invested oh yeah yeah this is because it's part of you of course it is part of who you are i know i'm glad you know that i'm glad yeah. you know that yeah it's like a, like in hockey if Canada's playing the United States and stuff, yeah. like I'm going to take that. I'm going to get personally invested. Me too. I take it very personally. Yeah. And I try, you know, even when we're sat here talking about it, I'm trying to be reasonable. And I think I come across as reasonable, but the mask falls off every now and again, you know? Yeah. And I start crying. But this game went almost exactly how I thought it was going to go. Me too. Much as expected, actually. There yeah. were some things... I, oh, I know the Irish media was like hard on Ireland, actually. Surprisingly, they were pretty hard on Ireland. Yeah, I thought there was some classy comments from the Irish towards the Welsh as well, recognizing the state we're in. Uh, so I appreciated that a lot. There was like some things about the game too. Like Ireland's discipline. Mm. Oh, Their line-out was a bit wobbly as well, wasn't it? They, they kept Wales in the game. Like the like uh, the only time I felt that they were under pressure is when they put themselves under pressure. I think though that's what Wales do to teams. Wales are good at putting teams on, forcing teams to make mistakes. Well, it, it was working. Yeah, because well, they yeah. were, but their discipline has been kind of shit. Like all, like for the last three games, Ireland has. Yeah, yeah, it's not been the, uncharacteristic. Uh, that's I mean, true, actually. There was World Cup games where they were pretty spotless. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, and that's what they're known for is that clinical. Mm game no mm. mistakes yeah uh their uh their their line out yeah it was a bit rough yeah it's still uh, uncharacteristically rough line out from well Ireland. it was pretty shoddy in the world cup too that's true and it just it's, it's something i don't know what's going on you know with paul o'connell mm. like what are you doing bud it's hard i mean the thing is it's like island have really high expectations of themselves and they should but you never have, you know, there's never a point where you're the perfect team, I think. You know, you know, you get better at another thing and it gets, another thing gets worse in another game. Ireland have definitely upped their standards so less things are uh, worse, which is a good thing. Mm -hmm. But you're, you're never going to have a perfect game, are you? No. There's always going to be a missed line out or a knock on or a, <laughs> yeah. or a side entry. And here's another thing, I think, especially with teams like Ireland. And I don't want this to sound critical because it isn't. One ref will see excellent work at the breakdown. Another will see ceiling off the ball, right? That, another thing, the ref, the refing in this game was really good. It was good. Yeah. And I, I thought there were a lot of people from both teams criticizing it. I, I couldn't see the problem at all at any point. I thought he had a decent game, actually. Some of the Welsh guys were talking about Porter at the scrum and some of the, some of the Irish guys were talking about that wasn't a penalty try. I didn't mind either. I mean, obviously, I don't mind a penalty try, but I thought the ref did a great job controlling it and being authoritative, mm -hmm. which was important, right? Yeah. 
I was kind of a little, I was actually kind of a little let down by Wales though in this game. You think so? their attack was toothless? Yeah. yeah, they kind of, they got bullied in a lot of areas. I was kind of expecting the physical out muscling. Like I remember Gatlin saying how they were going to target Frawley. Well, they didn't kick him a ball. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I forgot that he was on the field. I think that was Gatlin doing Gatlin things. I think that yeah. was him saying we're going to target games. him and then not doing it to put Ireland off. Yeah, because Wales got like like little like they they barely had the ball. Mm. When they did have the ball, they were making some things going, but it just they didn't have like there was just no execution. They couldn't finish anything. No, and that's uh, that's been the case in the last few games for us. Our attack mm-hmm. looks poor, but you know I thought our defense was excellent. Even though the scoreline is thirty-one points to Ireland, but I thought actually our defense was really good. They looked fucking like Wales were haggard. They were at the end of that game. There was there was a few points in that game where the uh, ball is was in play for a long time for both teams. It was an exhausting game, and we've got kids on that team who are very young, right? Yeah. They're not used to playing the full eighty at that pace, so. Because like at the end of the game, I was just like looking at that team because uh, that I think it was. Uh, it Dylan it, Lewis? Was it Tagburn? Like he made the final. Oh, Tagburn scored the last try. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He like walked it in. He did. They were like. They were knackered. Whales were done. They were yeah. like, yeah, okay, we've lost. We yeah, yeah, get yeah. it. Well, they knew they'd lost anyway, but yeah. you wanted to stop. A lot of people were saying as well, it's like, oh, it's a shame we didn't stop Ireland getting the bonus point. And I feel like that's a bit. At that point, you're playing for pride. You know you've lost the game. But to try to stop Ireland getting a bonus point seems a bit petty. I don't think that's what's going through a Welsh player's head. I think they're thinking, I want to defend because I don't want Ireland to score because I'm proud of playing for Wales, not I want to spoil Ireland's party. I don't think any Welsh player thinks that, right? It should be. No, if they if they go on to win a Grand Slam with several bonus points, that's awesome. Good for them, when right? You go into another, when you go to another person's home yeah. in rugby, you want to take a poop on that party. <laughs> you want to poop all over it. You're going to find out what I, they I want. Mean, I would have loved to win, win the game, but when you're already <laughs> like, you know, 20 points down, you may as well not worry about what the bonus point means for Ireland. Who We don't care what it means. Yeah, it was just, yeah, it was an odd match because it just, it ended like, yeah, as I, how I envisioned the game is exactly how it went. Me too. Honestly, I thought we'll get a score. We'll have a, we'll have a purple patch, but our attack will be so toothless. We won't come out with more than two or three scores. Yeah. It just and Ireland of, will probably get a bonus point. That's yeah, what I kind thought. of felt like Wales is mostly playing in survival mode and, yeah. but Ireland's physicality, mm. it's, they got to be the most physical team in the six nations. In my eyes, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, I think so. They're just yeah. pounding the line. Yeah, like they're just every guy that's carrying the ball, like he gets, he gains something every time. Which is why I was pretty happy with our defense, actually, considering how good Ireland are. That was one thing I came away thinking is like, our defense looks good. And I was even saying mid last week, I was like, I just miss Sean Edwards. But actually, I was thinking, no, we're doing right defensively. You know, to stand up to that, yeah, it's a bonus point loss, but we did not give up in that game. And we defended all kinds Until of shapes the they threw at us. The last try. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I was giving up. I think I was just knackered, wasn't it? Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm not like, I'm not upset about it really. I thought like, that's what I expected to happen considering the, the places the two different teams are in. So uh, what did I write for my notes though? I wrote Tigburn. Yeah. Fucking hell. What a fucking player though. Eh? Turnover tag. Turnover tag. <laughs> can't, you can't have that. The announcer said it. Okay. Steve's Stop stealing our stuff. <laughs> throwing it around. Yeah. No, he's good, isn't he? Yeah. But the thing about Ty Byrne, like Tommy Raffle is class at turnovers, right? Yeah. But Tommy Raffle is that's kind of his only thing. I don't I haven't seen him carrying super hard. Oh, Byrne, but Ty Byrne can do a lot more things. He's you know? the most important player on the team. I thought that. You know, when I was watching him at Scarlet's when Scarlet's when the Pro twelve, I remember thinking, like, who the hell is this? And 
we have to keep him. We didn't. But like he would just pull things out of the hat all the time. He is so inc- like he honestly I have to say, he's the best forward. He is cl- maybe in, in the, the world. world. Maybe in the world. Like yeah. he is just yeah. incredible. No, There's just no shortage in his game. And here's the crazy thing. He got yellow carded, right? Yeah. And he came back on immediately when a turnover and scored the last try. Yeah. Like, did not put him off, you know? No. He played 70 minutes and still had yeah. a class game. Like, he, There's a lot of guys, they get a lot of... Ireland are l- lucky. They get a lot of guys that they're getting, like, good bang for their buck. On. Yeah, they are. Like, especially... Even for the... They just do so much more than they're expected to as a player. Like, mm. um, James Lowe. Yeah, he plays like a forward, doesn't he, at the breakdown? He does yeah. everything. He does. You know, he's not the flashiest um he's not a classic winger is he no he's not a classic winger he's got a fuck of a boot and he can win turnovers he can win turnovers he can tackle he can do he can do it all yeah he He can can rock like he does everything i'm just i was watching him play and i was like man like you couldn't have like yeah like the the value you get out of him Mm. is incredible yeah no i agree i think um what i was thinking about island as well is i remember a few years ago where new zealand started putting forwards on the wing a bit more and you'd see someone like Dane Coles popping up with a try, you know, the prop wing kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And what Island have done is taken that to the next level. I think almost all of their forwards are very athletic. Like they're not just doing the job that their position is supposed. They're not just winning scrums. They're not just winning breakdowns. They'll pop up on the field. It's like when Joe McCarthy came on, like he's athletic. He's fast for a lock. You it know? sounds like, like, it sounds like, uh, the All Blacks. That's right. It sounds like they're, what the All Blacks are doing a few years ago. They're when, copying. It's almost like they're copying the All Blacks playbook as much as they possibly I don't can. Wanna, I don't wanna, I'm not trying to discredit them because they're definitely doing things differ, different and better than the All Blacks. But yeah. that athletic forwards thing, which the All Blacks were doing a few years ago, Ireland are definitely doing now and it's working. Yeah. Or like you said, they've just got a bumper crop of athletic big dudes. And they're tossing the ball around too in the attack. Yeah. Like they're just not grabbing the ball and running into contact. That ball's going out yeah they're, they're fancy their fancy loop passes yeah. stuff that's a thing that andy farrell's developed because i remember under joe schmidt they were very forward heavy they keep yeah. the ball but they weren't too flashy with the backs yeah keith conway and andrew wills never got the ball they're 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 being more risky they're yeah. taking more risks but they don't even drop the ball so is no. it a risk if it works i don't think so you know yeah because it, it's it's impressive to watch no it's cool they're definitely the pinnacle of rugby right now aren't they yeah, which well, is like so why I'm not too disappointed, you know. It's like we, we stood up relatively well to, I think, the best team in the world at the minute, you know. It's almost, yeah, I think this, after watching the the the, the last two games of the weekend too, it's pretty, It's it's got to be pretty solidified. Like Ireland are going to win this Grand Slam. Oh, yeah. it was. I felt that way last year, to be honest. It's more evident this year, but it's because France have... France aren't that good. Is this the Grand Slam of Slams? Because last year they did the home one. And if they do it this year, it's the away year for them. I don't think anyone's ever won back-to-back Six Nation titles. No, so it would be a record. Yeah, Grand Slams? Not, and when I say Six Nations, I mean not including yeah, Five and, Nations. Yeah, and all the other since nations. Since it became the Six Nations, yeah. right? Because that was... But that's still a fuck of an achievement. Yeah, because you know? uh, everyone is just on... Everyone's just on their A game. Yeah, and it, and I thought I was worried about Hugh Keen being gone, but I didn't even notice Kieran Frawley was on the on the pitch until he scored a try. Yeah, and like they just didn't. I it's too bad. Like I think if they were playing another team, they probably would have targeted Frawley, but Wales just didn't have the opportunity to do. Well, I don't think we were kicking a lot either. We were there tra- wasn't a lot of kicking. there was a, there was a lot of kick tennis, which is unusual for us. 
But the possession was like there's a there was a very lopsided in, in possession for this game. Yeah, and I think Wales we're used to that. We can score off scraps in a lot of tight a lot of times. Score off the scraps. Yeah, we don't need the ball a lot to score, but obviously Ireland defended very well as well. So yeah, they're just a spectacle right now. Yeah, like I just can't, I can't wait for these summer tours. Mm. I can't wait for them to go to South Africa. You haven't not had an erection for about a month. Yeah. Like that series is gonna be incredible. Mm. Yeah. Like I oh man. There's <laughs> 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 only two games. It's though. gonna be a fucking war. Oh, it's gonna be ugly. Like someone it's gonna be so physical. Someone is going to die. Someone has I'm to I'm still kinda waiting for someone to die in a rugby field. <laughs> a little bit. I'm like, I'm You're a bit surprised that no one's died in a rugby field. You're gonna field. see when Ireland goes to the box because it's gonna be a fucking like war yeah they're gonna lose their heads they're gonna be arms are gonna be falling off and they're gonna be picking up those limbs and hitting each other with yeah. the limbs or even those fans those two fan bases yeah. there's gonna be zombies in the crowd <laughs> after that like it's gonna be ugly oh man i yeah. can't wait for that yeah 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 but yeah like yeah it was uh it wasn't there was something yeah i'm i think i'm getting like your ireland been good for a long time mm. and then now when they just can't ever get a hundred percent of everything together there's always something missing in, in their game like it's either their discipline their line out sometimes it's their scrum well what i'm trying to say is there's never been a team ever that is that you know there's never a team ever that's 100 percent all the time is there so i was always i was also worried about the sexton thing that hasn't been a thing jack uh um uh, jack crowley just walks right in there i think because of island's forward dominance mm -hmm. you could even be a lot worse than jack crowley's playing and you still do all right because they, they, they have such a platform to yeah, play they off create a, the they irish create a lot you know, they got yeah. such go forward ball. Yeah. Punching holes every time. Like, I'm not saying it's an easy job for him and he is doing well and mm -hmm. I like him, but you know, it's not like he's playing off the back foot, is it? So, uh, his kicking was sexy too. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's his strength actually is his tactical kicking. Yeah. You know, and then even, even to be fair, even when me. he's going for, the, even when he's going for the sticks too. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Um, I thought uh, Cam Winnett's still looking the part as well. Like, he doesn't drop a ball. He's going to be a star. He's going to be a star. But here's the problem. I think Josh Adams is... Uh, I think we're seeing the final days of Josh Adams, to be honest. Like, he had a bit of a mare again. I didn't think he had a good game. I don't did think he... He went off injured, didn't he? I think he did, yeah. But even before that, he wasn't playing particularly well. And there's been a couple times in this tournament where I thought, like, that's not the Josh Adams I know. Like, that guy is clinical. And he's just not been himself. And he's and that petulant thing. He's already checked out. He's already in uh like he's already in the in his vacation mode. He's already in the pro de deux. Pro de deux. Pro de deux. Uh, so maybe, yeah. He's already checked out. Yeah, maybe. Well you <laughs> he know. doesn't look the same, but he did go off. Which it's is almost as if we haven't lost two good wingers to the NFL in England. You Calvin know? Nash went off injured too in that he game. He did, yeah. So that's kinda of worrying too. Now that um Keith Conway, Keith Conway Jr. <laughs> Keith Conway and Andrew Wills are gone. Well, now that Keith Conway Jr. got injured there, do you know I'd love to have a game for Ireland is uh, Balakoon, Ulster. It's yeah. not, I don't. I wouldn't choose Stockdale. <laughs> Poor Stockdale. Going off, uh, just going off topic a little bit here. He was in the news too. Who Stockdale? Bal Balakoon. Oh yeah, yeah. What did he do? Uh, sevens switch. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, the rumors about it. Maybe he's pissed off because he goes picked for Ireland. Yeah. yeah. He's he's been in the system for a while and he yeah. just can't crack the squad. Mm. He's good. I always thought that was a, a position of there's not as much depth in Ireland there anymore. It's like after in the James winger? Lowe, who have you got? 
Calvin Nash. Well, I mean, like if you've got Calvin Nash and James Lowe playing, I can't. Jordan Lama, maybe. Yeah. Anyway. Hanson. Balakun. He's playing sevens. Sometimes Stockdale. He's not very good. He's good. No, yeah, he's yes, up and down. No, not for, not for Ireland. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's uh, stop talking about that because it's sad for me. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That's no, fine. It's fine. It's what I expected. Any people that shine for, for Wales for you? Oh, yeah. Like I, Other I, than I, win it? No. Um, I thought I thought uh, Wainwright continues to do a lot of heavy lifting for that team. Like, he doesn't have a bad game. And, like, I was worried because when Falatau's gone, like, who the hell is that? Is Wainwright. And he's he's class. Raffle had a good game. Mm-hmm. Couple of couple of turnovers again, um, yeah. Not no one else stood up to George North is like I'm surprised that he still looks like an international player considering his age and stuff. Wait, isn't George North going to the Pro D too? Yeah, he is. Yeah, not Josh Adams. Josh, I don't know. I thought I thought you knew something I didn't. George no. North is. Yeah, I, I totally know. fucked that yeah, up. I don't think Josh Adams is. <laughs> I, I th- yeah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we could make a team out of people who aren't playing in Wales right now. Yeah, you could. Reese Patchell started for the Highlanders on yeah. the weekend. And he played well. He had this like out the door pat. Oh. <laughs> and we've you even watch the Super Rugby now. Got bloody child Sam All Kostler the Welsh played. players are in there. Well, only one of them. Lee Harpen is injured already. Oh, I knew that was going to happen. What yeah, did they quite. expect? Exactly. No, yeah. it was kind of stupid, I thought. Yeah. All right. So that's uh, Ireland Wales. Yeah. Bye. Uh-huh. See you next year. Next year. They got the next game. I don't know. I think yeah. we've got another two years of misery. Yeah, I think I'm not too worried about it long term, but I think a couple more years of getting our ass kicked. Yeah, Ooh, that Italy Wales game is gonna be—it's gonna be tasty, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah. We'll come to that though, because yeah. uh, let's talk about England and Scotland. I wish I predicted wrong. Yeah, you had doubt. I did. It's because of your love for the English. Shut up. Like I want England to win. Ooh. They're gonna win because I love them. I will tell you what I think. I want to be in the prem so bad. Shut your uh-huh. whole mouth and I'll tell you what I think. <laughs> um, a, a little while ago when Wales were really good, right? Mm-hmm. We could be anyone in the Six Nations, especially England, but no one like New Zealand or South Africa, which couldn't beat them. Yeah. That's what Scotland feels like right now. This is. is as good as they can be. And I felt like that as a Welsh fan a few years ago. Yeah. Like this is as good as Scotland can be. It's like we can beat England, but like no one else really. People are like, oh, like uh, heard some pundits and stuff talking about how like Scotland's the real threat to Ireland. No, like, no, they already played the game that they care about. Yeah, exactly. It's done. It's done. They're done. Yeah. Six Nations is over with. For, I'm still for upset Scotland. with Scotland for being not really upset but you know like in this in the world cup where they were like oh we got the pool of death and it's like you didn't really fire a shot though you know no and this was supposed to be you know a year when england get... wasn't in it yeah <laughs> and, that's, rise and you know ashes. i know that sounds well harsh but like that's how i felt as a welsh fan a few years ago when we were winning six nations titles but as soon as like new zealand or south africa all to town we just capitulate and it was like can we not like play good against good teams it was like you can't beat anyone above you in the rankings unless it's england and that's <laughs> yeah. how scotland feel right that's four years in a row for them I wish I did. I thought it was like two. I wish I'd have known that before I made the prediction. I go, okay. It started shaky. It started shaky. Oh man, this game was fucking uh, messy. Yeah, England came out of the blocks, didn't they? Yeah, but the whole game, like the first like 10, 15 minutes of this game, there were so many handling errors from both teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just could not, no one could catch the ball for the first like 15 minutes. Even the, the commentator was like, bashing the teams like this is professional rugby what's going on here <laughs> this isn't what we're used to watching they can't catch the ball they're professionals like yeah. he was getting pissed yeah yeah it was just i thought the whole game was gonna like like go that way because yeah. like no matter what england or scotland were doing yeah someone knocked the ball on yeah it was it was a little embarrassing yeah it was it was kind of comical like 
that was going on. I was like, what the fuck? Do you is know what, do you know what it reminded me of? is like always the last weekend of the Six Nations, someone has to play Italy and it looks like two teams who are shit-faced drunk playing each other because <laughs> yeah. like everyone's tired. No one gives a fuck anymore. Yeah. And it looked like the last game of the Six Nations on a sunny Sunday. Both teams are hammered drunk. <laughs> like Everyone's dropping. No one cares. Someone will win eventually. That's what it felt like. But I felt like Duhan kind of took the game by the scruff of the neck a couple times and he was like, no, we're fucking winning, boys. That try where he stepped around, oh, who was it? And he just outpaced the shit out of him. Uh, I think it, it was, was kinda, Ben Ben Earls. Was it? Yeah. It was kind of like out of nowhere inside his half. Yeah, and then he got past Elliot Daly. I think it was it. And he just like, just, you know, the speed on the man for the size of him. Fair play. If he, if he gets the ball and there's open field in front of yeah, him... Yeah, you're done, aren't you? Yeah, you're fucked. Yeah. You're not stopping him. Because it's not just that he can run through you. He can step you as well. Like, he's got a fucking toolkit of weapons for a big guy, isn't he? Yeah, he is incredible. Yeah. Scotland's very lucky to have him. Yeah, they are. So glad. Why did he stay with South Africa or anything? I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I'm not trying to poke prod the bit bear or anything and insinuate some kind of south african thing but these like, guys like you know what like so like south africa and new zealand they have so much talent coming through yeah it's inevitable that people just bleed out and go elsewhere yeah, yeah. people just like get lost through the cracks like yeah. like james I, lowe was not the biggest player in new zealand was he and no. now he's the best winger island have got yeah and jameson gibson park like even a few years ago in leinster wasn't that impressive and now he's like probably the best nine in europe right like yeah these guys uh like the quality and the expectation is so high yeah in like in the southern hemisphere for for uh like new zealand and south africa yeah and the amount of stars like that they, they're just producing they just they bleed just, over into other countries yeah some guys just get lost in the cracks like i don't know like would uh would vandemar like be a springbok that's a point that's a good point because i look at cheslin colby and that guy is unreal good mm -hmm. and he's not a big guy is he but he's no. so good he could step you in a phone box as like they he say. could be something that they were just weren't looking for in the system at the time yeah yeah you know? james Lowe too yeah james Lowe was knocking on the all blacks door for a little bit yeah he played for the maori all blacks didn't yeah he? yeah and uh just yeah there's just someone that fit the system that they play better. Yeah. I feel the same way about Hadley Parks. Remember that Welsh center? Yeah. Like he was very ordinary in his, there was nothing X factor about him, but when he played for Wales, he was just consistent because he had that New Zealand skill set, right? Yeah. Never dropped a ball. Mm -hmm. Always got over the gain line. Just exactly what we needed a center at that time. Yeah. And he scored some nice tries for us. But you, oh. can, you can imagine him playing in New Zealand and just being bang average, right? I just forgot about a point I wanted to bring up for the Ireland. Do it Wales now. Game. Do it now. Oh, I was just talking about how uh, Wales like had a, yeah, uh, there was like a lack of um, like in their decision making on the attack. There was like a lack of killer instinct. We can forget about that point. Let's go back yeah. to uh, Scotland. <laughs> like they got the ball off a kick and or yeah. uh, a, uh, an Irish fuck up, uh -huh. and there was open space in front of these two guys. Yeah, and they're both running side to side. Yeah, trying to figure out who to do, who should go. No, where the kick where. The, Oh. Who was gonna, which one of them was going to kick and where they were going to kick i was like you guys have an open field go run like anyone yeah. else like if that was the all blacks it'd that, been killer that through the hole yeah they would have saw that they had the whole like this huge space they yeah. would have been gone yeah and these two guys are just like running side to side with the ball yeah figuring out which one are you kick it i don't know no, you can kick it over there or kick it like they're just looking for this kick and yeah. i was like fucking go yeah. go and i'm not annoyed by that because you got to remember they're literally like 21 22 year olds right we miss 
Dan Bigar right now so much. We just don't have on-field leaders in the same just way. Scream at them like fucking. Run. Yeah, Dav Jenkins, our captain, is twenty-two, right? You know. Yeah, but he's going to grow into a hero. It's going to be amazing. Like, he's not too worried about it. But like, you look at this squad—they're literally kids, right? So when that kind of thing happens, yeah, it's annoying. We got Sam Costello at ten. Fucking Reese Patchell's off in New Zealand. He could be leading the squad. You know, being like He-Man. I have the power. Go through the fucking middle, boys. Like, yeah. Anyway, whatever. But anyways, back to those guys. Like Excellent point, well made. Vandermeer. 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 Yeah. Yeah. He's Finn Russell unit. had a good game as well. Yeah. Thought he's 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 not done that thing where he's hot and cold for Scotland. He's just hot right now. That blitz defense really didn't bother him. Well, it did at the, the right at the start. Yeah. Like, England have always done this. They come out firing million miles an hour. They were firing the whole time. They were coming out on that on that blitz. I defense. just I don't just mean in defensively. I mean England always do that thing where they come out in the game hot, hot yeah, and they fade. And yeah. I don't know what they, they they've done that for a long time. They yeah, like because he it didn't bother him at all. He's just good at 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 uh, creating opportunity. He's good at reading the defense really well. He is because like, he he just it didn't bother him. No. Right, and, and it's just how he plays. Like he just he makes these like he's already got his decision made when he gets his hands. Yeah, when the ball gets yeah. in his hands, yeah, he knows what he's gonna do. Yeah, so it wasn't a big thing that like someone was rushing because he's reading the field like a fucking. He's like you know he's everything's like that red, black, and red like the Terminator. He's it's like scanning. the heat vision. Yeah, and, he's and there's scanned. like green lines going. Doo, doo, <laughs> yeah. doo. It's yeah. like yeah. Ben Earl's approaching two o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> disengage. Yeah, Go left. everything's like in slow motion yeah, yeah, for yeah, him. Yeah. Like he was perfect for that. Like yeah. yeah. He's no not I think what I think after him and Gregor Townsend had their rap feud yeah. and now they've made up again. Gregor Townsend's gone, here's the plan. You do whatever you want within that idea of a plan. Whereas before Gregor Townsend was like, you play five meters deep off the scrum always. And Finn's gone, that's not my style. Because Finn is good at adjusting his depth when he receives the ball. And that is how you counter a blitz defense, right? Yeah. Because when people rush forward, they make holes mm -hmm. and you can exploit that. And he's good at that. Yeah. So by Gregor Townsend going, this is the game plan, Finn fit within that, and he does, and that lets him be his cool dude kind of guy, you know? He's Because he's a smooth he's like stand, operator. He's like breakdancing, waiting for the ball behind the scrum, isn't he? He's like, just a smooth operator. He's smooth Finn. Yeah. Welcome to smooth Finn <laughs> FM. He, uh, man, he impressed me. You know what? Yeah, even his physicality. Yeah, he, he's not he's, scared either, is no. he? He's a brave boy. He's making tackles. Yeah. He's in the rocks. I, yeah. I was like, you know, he's got the body of like some 21-year-old dish pit guy. He's got the body of a crisp. <laughs> and an Applebee's. A Dorito. <laughs> yeah. And he can hit. Yeah, he can. And he can tackle. He no, can do it all. He's fearless. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, he's good. If I do hand behind me, I would be... I would fear no man. Yeah, either, that's that's why he gives him the confidence. Yeah, he's got. I know I got my boy behind me. He's got 1980s Dolph Lundgren behind him, <laughs> ready to lay someone out <laughs> for him. Like, yeah. guaranteed, uh, Vandermeer is going to be a, a, in the in movies after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to slowly start playing villains. <laughs> he already looks like one. Yeah, he's yeah. going to be a villain in like you know, 24 hours. Like, he looks like a Nazi sidekick from the 80s a bit. Yeah, he? he does. He you looks know? like a villain from an 80s yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Right? And guaranteed, he's going to play a villain in a movie at one point. When they make another Indiana Jones, he's going to be the young Nazi. <laughs> yeah, he'll do that, or you'll be in like Mission in, Mission Impossible, like twenty or yeah. something like that. Yeah, and then like an eighty-year-old Tom Cruise will beat the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah, because he'll choose, and Tom Cruise will see that guy, and he'll see how. Yeah, like he's yeah, that guy, that guy, get that guy, and I'm going to yeah. beat that guy up. Do you know what's weird as well? You know, sometimes you see actors and they're like, how did you get into acting? And someone will be like, oh yeah, a scout just came up to me on the beach and they were like, you'd be good at acting. Can you imagine like Duhan, who, for everyone who doesn't watch rugby, he suddenly becomes this world star and is like, how did this start? Well, I was a rugby player and then someone came up to me <laughs> and they said, you act and now I'm an actor. I'm an actor. 
Yeah, and then all his voices are going to be voiced over too. Yeah, yeah. He'll start talking and be like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> Some guy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, rugby. Yeah, rugby. The fuck? fuck? Um, England. I can see what they're trying to do. I think they just need to stop dropping the fucking ball. Ugh, I, I can see the game plan, I, but you know what? I they're think a fucking mess. They're a bit of a mess. I can see what Borthwick wants them to do. Defensively, it's working. Felix Jones is some, a bit of a genius. What are they trying to do offensively? Because I, I don't know. I think what they're trying to do is do a bit of a South Africa where they put teams under pressure by playing in the areas of the field they want. Like they'll kick you the ball in your third of the field yeah, and put pressure on you and try and force a mistake with the blitz defense. Yeah, But the thing is, when teams they... are pretty good now. Uh, there's a lot of good fullbacks in this competition. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of uh, well-disciplined back threes. So when that doesn't work and you've got Finn Russell carving you open, like that's exactly how Duhan's try was scored, right? They just When they got the ball, they just really couldn't create anything. And I think that's the problem because they're sticking to this really rigid game plan that Borthwick's got. There's not creative freedom, right? Because they look stiff. Yeah. There's no creativity. They just get the ball and then a guy runs in. Yeah. And... Yeah, there's no flair. There's just nothing. They doesn't, don't have. Doesn't feel. Clicky, you don't see it? any kind of like. When you look at like, when you look at Wales, when you look at Ireland, when mm. you look at Scotland, even when you look at Italy, yeah, or even France, Italy, yeah, you can see what they're trying to do on the offense. Yeah, with England, you're like, what? What is what? Yeah, do you guys have a plan? Are you guys trying to play like a no plan? Just create a plan? They're trying to. They're trying to give you the ball and let you make a mistake. But teams aren't making mistakes. No. And that's a problem. And the for players them. aren't good enough to to force those mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. Their blitz defense looks good and effective. Yeah. But like you said, if if you can figure it out, they haven't got a plan B. So if I was Irish, I wouldn't be worried. No, I think they're gonna walk into Twickingham and embarrass them. I think so. That's what that's yeah. what I honestly think is gonna happen. I can't see an England win. I don't I, think I said can. that and I predicted a bloody England win. Borthwick can either. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's does already he? typing a resume. He doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but there's a... Uh, uh, there was that Andy Andy Christie kid that came that, that that Scotland brought on. He looked really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, who who is this motherfucker coming on here? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. Did Magnus Bradbury play Bristol's eight? Who has played for Scotland before? I can't remember because I know they called him as a Scot. I can't remember, man. I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, but Italy. I France. really liked him. No, yeah. I'm still talking about England oh, and Scotland. Sake. Jesus right. Christ! Let me let me get. Oh. I only yeah. wanted to talk about Duhan. this. Was the game done. of games? It was good. Yeah. Oh, sorry, you were looking at your notes. I thought you were texting. No, no, no. Okay. All right. All right. You can have some space. Fucking really Grace. Blair Klinghorn <laughs> locked down the back. <laughs> oh, you know what was also fucking brutal too about England? What? They were just like laying on rocks. Yeah. They laid on like I was like there were so many times where Toji was literally on his hands and knees. Mm, yeah, and I don't think it was cold as much as it should have been to be honest. No, and he's literally just like laying like he's his yeah. hands and knees on the ground. He's like just sitting there. Yeah, like he's about to get pegged, and he's just like <laughs> you know. I was like, what is this? You know what I think as well? Everyone does it. They're just doing it badly. And they're flying. Everyone seals off. Fucking hide it better. Yeah, but they're flying into the the ruck and just laying on it. Yeah. Like so many times too. Um, it's like stacking Genge, mattresses. Genge just like yeah. bulldozes into the rock, and then he's just laying on it. Yeah, so yeah. you can't fucking lay on it. Yeah, like at least try to like pretend. I know everyone does this. Yeah, but it was just so. It was blatant, blatant wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I've never seen it where it was noticeable like that. Yeah, I know people always complain about it. I see it all. Like you see it. Yeah, but it was just so blatant. I was like, "What are yeah. you guys doing?" No, I know, and that's the thing with laying on the rock. You've got to be got to hide it better, haven't you? And they, yeah, they're not. 
And then uh, they brought in when when Ashman came on for Scotland too. Yeah. Fuck, he was a player. Yeah. Yeah, he was just rocking like everything. Yeah. Holding guys up, stealing balls. Like he was just doing. I was like, wow, this player, who is it? Like this guy. Mm. Like Scotland got depth. Is that what you're trying to say? They, well, only for this England game. Okay. Yeah. They'll stay in it. If England's on that field, they'll stay in it for 80 minutes. That's true. It reminds me of the Welsh of old. Like a bin man would come on from Swansea and he would (laughs) score the winning try or something, you know? Like, so. You know who was the number one player, the biggest highlight from the England team? Uh, oh, I know what you're going to say, you little troll. Yeah, yeah. Don't say it. Don't hurt my feelings. They were both uh, so... Why did he have to hurt my Dude's feelings? Dude's a weapon. I don't give a shit. Dude is a weapon. Right. Every time he has had his hands on the ball, yeah. he created something. Mm. You know what? He's good. He? They're lucky they started him so late. That's the that's the annoying because thing. Because he was just like just he's gaining. obviously he's obviously international he's quality. He's a rock star. He's an international quality, right? And it's like Borthwick can't put two and two together and start the guy. Yeah, <laughs> he can't. He's got like this amazing. What is? Why do you need to? Oh, we need to build up some experience. He's amazing. Put him on. Who have you got? Elliot Daly. Guy's nearly thirty. Like I was saying, like guarantee he starts next game. And I'm like, wait, Borthwick? No, then he's not. No. He's probably not gonna be on the team sheet no. now. Although I heard he's a, just too good. I heard a rumor that Marcus Smith will be back next week. Oh, really? Yeah, which would be a big deal. Well, not next week, but the next game, you know. They brought Finn Smith on. Yeah. Uh, and I, th- I think it was too late to bring him on. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see him start. Like, you know, like George, um, George Ford's good. Yeah. But he's just such a classic, uh, like 10. He's an old school kicking 10 isn't he yeah it's it's not what they need he's an armchair general not a taken up to the line yeah they need they need a maverick they do they, i think england creates because they have no creativity in the line yeah and then they got a 10 with zero creativity mm. he's just going to play by the system exactly how he was told to play yeah and that's it he's not thinking anywhere else and it's fine if you want to win by drop goals mm-hmm. but england have some quality in their back line and you can't unlock them with george ford can you England with Marcus Smith are a different team, actually. And I don't think Borthwick appreciates that. Well, he probably does. He's a, he's a world-class coach, but, you know. Yeah, it's just sad that they, they couldn't get anything. Like, well, yeah. But good for Scotland. Four years. I think it's like in, since 2018 or something like that. Like, uh, England's only had the Calcutta Cup once. In that time. Yeah. What happened when they drew it in that? Remember that game in 2019? Yeah. So I think I forget. So they the, kept it. The, yeah, they kept it. No because one wins they won the last one. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So. Or they just put it in a room in Wales. I love someone uh, else wins it. I love Finn Russell and when he's taking a picture of the trophy and his hand signs. Oh, he's, like, yeah, he's going. You know, he's going to club yeah. afterwards. <laughs> like, yeah. Can you get me my Gucci belt and hat, please? <laughs> yeah. Before I take these photos. <laughs> We're going partying, boys. Yeah. <laughs> he loves it. Yeah. Yeah. But no, there's some uh, uh, England are toast. England are fucking. I'm not as pessimistic as you are, but yeah, I, I can. They are, you know, when I look at Wales, I go, fair enough. Look at where we are. We had the. Uh, this is the ultimate rebuild, right? Mm-hmm. This is like deglazing your pan rebuild. Like there's no England, excuse for like, it. There's, there's no, no excuse. excuse for England. Is you got there? the most money. You got the. You got and a huge player pool. Yeah. Like you have all the resources. There's no excuse for like, England to play like that. They should always be the best. They, they should, should be the standard. They should be. They and like, be the it's standard. their game. They invented the game. And here's the thing. Like when we, when we rebuild now, our entire team retired. Our entire, like name someone who didn't retire. It's yeah. harder. Yeah. But with England, it's like, you've still got most of your players from the World Cup still in there. Yeah. Like Dan Cole and Joe Marler still holding up that scrum. I like, think that might be kind of a problem too. I think they're relying on 
That's too, too many guys that they've but, been they've been relying on some guys for too long. Totally, but figure it out, right? Like you have to maybe you have to let go. Like get like like let Elliot Daly go. Let him walk yeah. off into the sunset. Yeah. Like he's already done his thing, whatever he does. Because it'll get to the point where people start taking the piss out of him a bit more, won't they? We'll start yeah. being a bit mean to him and he shouldn't be in the team. Yeah. Like there's so many other guys. I think someone was, I was listening to someone today talking and it's like most of the 12s and 30, most of the centers in the Gallagher Prime aren't English. Like the Scottish or Welsh or French or whatever. Yeah. You know? Center's like, always been a big, big problem. And it's like, who do they pick from? Yeah. Right? Well, uh, Tulagi's back. Yeah, but we know, all know he's going to get injured in the warm-up. Yeah. So it's not, not that important, really, is it? Zach Mercer must have loved watching that game on... Uh, oh, he's so diplomatic, fair play. He's but at so the same time, you know what, Zach? You could have been playing for Scotland. He could have? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Totally could have been playing for Scotland. Really? He could have been playing games. He could have been a star. Is that true? Yeah, it's true. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. He's Scottish, uh, Scottish call, uh, qualified. If you heard him talk, though, he's a, he's a proper like Yorkshire boy. Yeah, like, he's he, not yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah. He's a English he is, as you But he, he had options. That's That shouldn't be how it works. Yeah. But yeah, okay. In, in that area... In England, in the in the heart of England, in Yorkshire? When you're like... You, you know, need to go to Yorkshire, Everyone's mate. like... Everyone's got an aunt or an uncle... Or mm. like that whole UK area, it's all, everyone's related to everyone. That's true, but that's also why we're so One firm in our nationality. You know? fucking inbred area. <laughs> <laughs> you leave my six toes alone. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, that's why like, yeah, everyone's born everywhere. Like, Yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not that bothered, but it's like, it's what you feel in your heart, right? Like, that's important, isn't it? You gotta go, you gotta go with your heart. Yeah. Like, like Wilboso, like he Duhan went with his heart. When he was an Austrian baby. <laughs> You know, Boboso well, felt the English in his heart, and he's like, "I want to be home <sighs> in England." Fuck's sake! <laughs> he's good, doesn't he? he? I'm not trying to be too mean to him. Like he is class. Yeah, yeah. But um, I just want him back. Not that he was ever there. Yeah, England are fucked next when they play Ireland, and then kind Scotland. Of. have already played. They're done now. So they can just well, they, they're yeah. checked out now. Yeah, they, they they got their win that they wanted. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. one. They're one test match they want to win a year. They got it. They're currently in a pub in Edinburgh in a lock-in and Greg was outside, come on boys, we've got to train there. Fuck off, Greg. All right, now for the bigger surprise of the weekend. The Dan Bigger surprise. The Dan Bigger surprise. Uh, France. Italy. Italy, fuck. Wow. Shit. Man, Italy can't win a game to save their lives. Oh man, I, that was hard. I was so hungover watching that. Like I was in my emotional phase of hangover. Yeah. And like I shed a tear with Garbisi's face. Like when he missed that kick, when it bounced off the post, it broke me. It broke me. I didn't even know all the drama before the kick happened. There's a bunch of shit that we need to talk about. Because I was getting so invested in the game. Yeah. When it came to him, when they got the turnover. Yeah. And he's going to kick the ball. Yeah. I couldn't. I, my, my nerves were shot. Yeah. So I actually like covered my ears and closed my eyes. Yeah. Right, and then eventually, after like, like I don't know, forty-five seconds, I opened it up, and he missed the kick. But I had no idea there was drama. There was drama there until was drama. like the next day. And I don't want to ref bash, but this has been a little bit of a theme I've noticed: is refs who, not are making the wrong calls. That was the wrong call, but they just don't feel like they have control of the game. They're not stamping their authority on it enough. Mm -hmm. And I felt like that in this game. But there are clear rules: a conversion. And a penalty kick are two different things. They have two different rules. He should have been able to take that kick again. Yeah. It's bullshit. Yeah. And I feel so bad for him. And how did that ball fall off the tee? It didn't even look like that windy, did it? It was weird. It's just a bad luck, you know? It's just bad luck. I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. But people are like, 
like just all, all the people, like all the English fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> creating this English windstorm. What do you mind about? They're playing France. The oh, yeah, fuck, wind. yeah, the French, the French, <laughs> the yeah, French fucking, fucking so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> they're just, you know what, they yeah. all let their uh, cigarettes. De, toi, <laughs> blow. <laughs> Half the fucking stadium. I felt bad for Garbisi. Man. I think oh, they closed man. the roof. The roof was closed for that game. Oh, that's right. How was there no, because I remember the fireworks smoke was like in their fucking eyes at kickoff and shit. Yeah, that ref was... And like, I'm not trying to ref bash. I'm just saying I felt like a lot of refs recently haven't been stamping their authority a bit. And I feel like the TMO, as much as I want the TMO and want to keep it, I think we need to address the power balance. It's been a few decisions, i.e. that one Scotland, France, where that obvious try was disallowed. And it felt like the TMO was trying to tell the ref what to do when a ref had already made a decision. So I think the ref has to always have final say well he made a decision and then the tmo convinced him out of the decision he's like okay yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll do the try and then yeah. he convinced him not to give the try yeah and i think that it's it's making the ref feel like they're not the guy in the driver's seat but that guy didn't even that ref uh for the italy france game like mm. he didn't even bring anything up he just let that kick go yeah that's what that I, was his responsibility to do something it was yeah it was blatant right in front of his face and yeah. i don't know if he was scared i think that's what i'm trying to say i feel like it's a lack of confidence you know? i didn't and actually I don't know who he was. I don't know. Right? So I was, I was like, so oh, hungover. So maybe he was uh, like new or something. But it was, yeah. it, it should have been, that was, there has been some ref robberies of Six Nations. I have, and we, I don't want to talk about, I mean, Highway I don't want to have to ref, talk about right after that documentary came out, whistleblowers, <laughs> <laughs> they're just like letting go. Yeah. They don't give a fuck anymore. It's like these 90s MTV documentaries, like refs that robbed you too. Yeah. <laughs> It's like they got they brought out whistleblowers. Everyone loves them now, yeah, and they're yeah. like, "Yeah, we can do our fucking." Immediately waffles. ruin all the good favor they've carried. Like, <laughs> they just fucking fuck with Let's everything. Fucking go, boys. Yeah, who cares <laughs> Let's now? Fuck some dreams up. Yeah, because they are fucking dreams. Right, they fucked Scotland's Grand Slam chances. Yeah, they fucked Italy's only ever win against France, like in 115, 16 games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, there wasn't fucking electricity the first time these teams played. Probably. <laughs> That's true. They nearly fucking. Oh man, I was so ups- I was so upset by that. Yeah. His little face, man, Paolo Garbisi's face was so upsetting. You know who's got to feel bad and shitty is France. Another team, no excuse. Yeah, and I, w- I want to get into this now. Yeah, I want to get into this because I'm going to say some things. I, you can get into it. We I'm going to talk- start talking about socialism. <laughs> I'm going to talk about fucking communists. If you <laughs> okay, so first thing I want to say, right? Galtier's on the line now. Yeah, right? he's you think so? Be. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Galtier yeah. could go. Yeah. And I think the way the French are historically with managers yeah. and the way Galtier is a bit hot and cold emotionally. He might even be gone by next game. I would not be surprised. Because they don't, they don't, they, they, they do fire not a coach in the middle of a World Cup. They do not fuck around, do they? Yeah. Historically. So that's the first thing I wanted to say. Second thing, in France's defense, and I want to talk about this generally, they have got some injuries, right? They have got some significant injuries. They do have a fuck ton of injuries. And a red card at halftime is always a game loser. Even against Italy. Yeah. You know, a red card loses you games. Mm-hmm. Having said that, I want to talk about this in general now. But I was thinking about Ireland and it dawned on me like they haven't got any significant injuries and they haven't had for a while, you know? Because they take care of the players. Right. And just like New Zealand, with their the way their structure is, the, the union owning the clubs... Right? It's like when Sexton played, you know, he'd have two massage therapists, one working on each calf. He'd kick one kick, go off, go go to a beach for a week, 
Like, I don't remember him playing Florence that much. Do you know what I mean? It's like their system is so well set they up. They have hired, like, uh, Irish rugby guy that goes to his house and, yeah. like, picks him up. Does a wellness check. Pats his back, puts yeah. him into bed, tucks him yeah. in, tells him a story. Washes him in olive oil every night. <laughs> With his hair. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, their system, and it's same in New Zealand, that kind of, we're all in this together communist system. I'm joking, but not really, but a bit. It means that look how many injuries they've got i mean they're a bit lucky probably as well because there's rarely a team that doesn't have one or two big injuries but they don't right no they don't have it like matt hansen's a loss for sure but yeah. it's not game changing though is it no like you look at wales we've lost our captain jack morgan and Falatau. you look at france they've got some serious pack injuries wales does wales does like uh take care of their players they're international we do so. we do a little bit better than we do know, better than england like, and france because yeah, we've got some central of those contracts. guys would like never be in yeah, a warburton didn't play a, a lot for cardiff towards the end yeah or even uh alan jones either yeah there'd i mean be times he played like, a lot for ospreys though but. yeah but there'd be times like when six nations are coming up and stuff and he'd be like a ghost like yeah because we had central contracts right yeah but, you know like england have only just started doing that Mm-hmm. And like it seems like f- the French club players, they get their ha- their hides tanned every week. And I was thinking about Farrell and Dupont, and thinking they played so much fucking rugby. It's no wonder they were like fuck this for a bit, you know? Yeah, I'm just burnt out. Burnt out a bit. So yeah, you're not gonna get that in. Uh, it wouldn't happen in Ireland. No, it wouldn't happen in Ireland. They look after their players really well because they own, you know, the the union owns the clubs and they can manage those people, right? And even they could what they could do, and I, they might have done this in Wales as well is they might not pick someone for the Six Nations squad because they don't want to screw over a team. So it's like in Ospreys, people were saying they didn't pick this young lad, Morgan Morse, who's class, because they think in Ospreys need to do well. But in Ireland, they've got the power to do that. Let's say someone, let's say Leinster on a tear for the championship and they've got a really good 10. think, well, let's not pick him for that. Let's let Leinster win. They could do that, right? Mm-hmm. That's how good their communication is and their structure is. But going back to the France-Italy game, yeah, France are in trouble now. And they could get some, there could be some firings, but I hate to go back to this inconsistent France days. Like, I think. Yeah, it feels like we're going back into It feels that. like we're going back, doesn't it? Yeah, you don't know who's going to show up. We don't know which French team's going to show up. I did not want to be here right now. Yeah, and like that, France and England should be the the standard. They should be. They've got so much money and yeah. their player pools are insane. Mm-hmm. You know, 12, was it 14 professional? Well, not even. They've got another whole league of professional teams. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. This shouldn't. This should not be happening to France. Like people are making big bucks in France mm. in like the 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 D two. Yeah, yeah. A lot of Welsh guys are. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, so like, uh, I don't know. But I yeah, there, you made some good points there. Like, thank you. Yeah, thank you. I I, I agree with you. Good, but the the point is, it's not a good thing. Uh, yeah, for France and the in the Irish and New Zealand system that they have where like the clubs are owned by mm. the union stuff mm. that can only go so far though what do you mean i don't i disagree because it, it's still a capitalist system you can still have investment yeah but like, once you get to like once like a, a, like a um because you got to look at like the really successful leagues too like the huge leagues like what like uh prem soccer oh i see or the nfl right or the nba with with billionaire owner sort of thing yeah yeah so like the money from, because their money only the only their money only gets so high, right? right? But with the prem and the top fourteen, mm. money is sky's the limit, right? Right? Yeah. So that's the. But difference. it's also like the bottom of the barrel is a terrifying place because you could fold. Yeah, that's true. So the, the opposite is true. So the only problem with with the uh, the only problem with the prem 
uh, with the Prem mm. is that like they just don't have the fan base mm. to go with how much they need to play uh, pay players. And the problem was the French TV deals brings the French club so much more money yeah. than the English get. And the English are trying to remain competitive with player salaries. Yeah. So they, they do pay their players as much as they can to keep them away from France. Yeah. But that bankrupts them. That literally bankrupts them, right? Yeah. So they're trying to see the problem is, is that, uh, like the, 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 I, my problem, like what I see is the, the French, the French leagues, they play too much. Mm, yeah. Player welfare is just not as high. No. So, and that affects their, their national team. It does. Yeah. Because the money that's invested in these players in the club level. Yeah is almost more important mm -hmm. right these guys these millionaires are paying big bucks for these players they want these players in the field and they want and them you would the, though right i get and they want these players though. on the field all the time yeah i paid right? money for that guy so yeah. that's their problem and then in the english premiership the problem is is that the the english are trying to like run a league that is that doesn't have the fan base or the money coming in to sustain it yeah they're trying to play a bigger game than what they are yeah, they're too right? big for their boots. Yeah, yeah. So it that's why clubs are folding and stuff like that because they're they're spending more than what they have. Yeah, that's true. So the finances are all over the place. But I don't know if it's arrogance or I don't know what it is. But they're just like, no, 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 no. This is you know we're, we're paying. Well, I think they keep you know wasps are a hundred million pounds in debt when they folded. Yeah, like how do you how do you know when you get to about two million debt you kind of go let's let's uh, trim the fat a little bit right yeah when you get to fifty million you go this might be a problem boys. So like I don't know how it gets that far. But you're right. It's like year on year they seem to go. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We can't. We've got to stay competitive. We can figure it out later. Yeah, they might be. They might have seen like other teams from other leagues like yeah. do the same thing and then crawl out of it. And they were thinking that certain things were going to happen. Yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah, they the the prem is definitely trying to play a game that they're not big enough for. Yeah. So they need to do a step back, and Francis needs to like take care of their players. They do. Right, so if these guys are going, because the top fourteen goes for like I don't know, isn't it like down for one month and then they're right fucking back at yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, and, and yeah, there's, there's not like they get a lot of time off even then. They're probably going to no. do preseason. Yeah, so like the guys are making big bucks, but you at, pay at for it cost? at what cost? At what cost? Yeah, yeah no, it's so, sad, isn't it? so I, I I just didn't want to be in the situation. I wanted, I was excited for France to be the big boys in Europe. Them mm -hmm. and Ireland, I was excited for them to be. Then, you know, when we when we get to the North and South Hemisphere time, it's like we send Ireland and France as our, like, those are our vanguard, our big boys. And it's like, come on, France, you've it, got, like... It's almost like France is going to be, like, their success is going to come from, like, they're just going to have this, like, these, like, spurts of generational uh, success. Yeah. So you'll have these, like, new, really good players come in. Yeah. And then they play for the national team, and then they're really good. Yeah. And the national team's really good for a while, but then those players just get fucking like wasted. Yeah. Get wasted from top fourteen and playing international that they yeah. completely turn into dust. And then you got to wait a while for the next crop to come up and in. And they've been so blessed. So they have this like wave of like yeah. good periods. And, and that's how things have gone historically, anyway, right? But it's like they were so blessed in this generation, right? That we forget that Entomac was amazing, yeah. and they managed to replace him with quality tens. Yeah. Like that's how that's how much talent they had. Mm -hmm. To be fair, the under twenties have been doing that for a while. They've been supporting the team by by providing really good quality. So it's not like they're not doing internal development as a union. Yeah, I but like the, the once they become professional, they get absolutely wasted by this attritional rugby, don't they? Because I knew a, a big talk about their union 
mm. for the last few years is how they're developing their youth. And they are doing good, good things, right? So I kind of see, like, maybe they do, like, recognize that. Like, yeah, I these guys get burnt out. Yeah. We got to make sure this train is Keep rolling. feeding children into the wood chipper of French <laughs> rugby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. because, like, after a few years, they're fucking, they're, they're, they're done. They're toasted. Yeah, yeah, they're dead. Yeah. And uh, so you just got to keep bringing in the youth. Which they are doing. Like, yeah. that Tualangi look good on the weekend as yeah, well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Quality. So, but, I mean, yeah, at, you know, at the end of the day, though, we could talk about it all day, but red card, and I'm a bit sad that France aren't fulfilling their potential, you know? But, like, they're missing a lot of players now. Yeah, they do you have know, a DuPont lot of and you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you, Is it Olive Vaughn? Is, is he out for a while now? Yeah, Geltier is under the, the cooker. Yeah. But, fuck, there's so many guys missing. Yeah, man. So, Ireland, uh, you know, Ireland are going to cruise this, but let's not forget they actually don't have many injuries either. Like, no. So they're, they're in a too, really good situation. They're staying, they? They've been staying pretty healthy. They have. Yeah. 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 All right. And uh, news time. Yeah. That was that was us talking about the France Italy game, wasn't it? That was that. Or was that? Yeah, that was it. All right. I'm just trying to keep a structured order on things. You know. Yeah. I want to talk about wasps. The wasps. No, I've got a wasp nest in the garden. Tell me about the wasps. They're coming back. Are they coming back? Yeah, they've got temporary stadium sorted out. They have a temporary stadium. Yeah. Well, what happened to the where were they playing at? Coventry? Coventry, yeah. 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 I don't know, but they've got a temporary stadium. Wasps are back. I, li- I liked Wasp in the prime. What was their original place called? They were London before. They were in London before were Coventry, they? yeah. They're <laughs> called London Wasps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. I mean, I think... Are talk- they coming back into the Prem? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Are you going to see the Wasps in the championship? No. I think they're coming back. Going to those games where they have to hike through the ravine to get to the pitch? <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like a fucking there's their fucking changing room is a yeah they run can. out of a shed yeah, <laughs> yeah fucking. onto the field yeah just buckets of cold water after the shower one of their stands is half a lorry like in the ospreys <laughs> game yeah no they, yeah i think so anyway point of it is they have like new ownership or you know what steve stop giving me the third degree right wasps are back okay <laughs> I have no I, idea, man. I have no. no idea. I just read a little article. You read so the headline. I read the like, headline. That's what you did. You read the and, fucking headline. And then like, you said, I'll talk you better this. do some research on it. So I read two more lines of the article, which said <laughs> they got a temporary stadium. Told you. That'll do. I fucking warned you. <laughs> you should have told me, hey, I just want to mention this. I don't fucking know I'm anything about it. I'm excited that the wasps are back, right? So fucking leave off. <laughs> okay. That's all I have to say on the matter. No, I do have a point to make. Okay. Um, We talked like about rugby finances and England, the way they're doing things, right? Yeah. I wonder if the COVID thing, you know, because COVID did hammer rugby, a sport that was just finding its feet professionally. 100%. And it hammered every nation, really. And I wonder if we're starting to see some shoots of hope coming back a bit. I think so. so I think like like um, uh, systems like the Prem, mm. you know, they, they're on, all those teams are on their own, right? They can't thrive. Like if the crowds don't show up for a year, you're going to fucking yeah, die. You're going to you? die, right? Yeah. Like they don't have the union to fall back on. No, exactly. So, yeah, th- I think I think you're you're seeing a comeback. There's gonna be yeah. some more, but yeah, people have to like forget like COVID did such a number on the prem. It did, especially the prem, right? Yeah, yeah. especially the prem. Yeah, right. And then they were already had struggles before. Yeah, right. That yeah, it's gonna take time for them to crawl out of this COVID hole. Yeah, like the top fourteen did, but they already like had um, they I had know. more money to fall back on, didn't yeah. they? And, yeah. and the Irish Union, because their union, you know, they've got Irish Rugby Union reserves they can fall back on. Yeah. The Welsh Union gave the clubs loans, which helped them. Yeah. But I don't think England had that luxury, right? I could be wrong, but yeah. 
Anyway, I thought it was it's good because I do want to see. I like the Gallagher this year, and I want to see it competitive. And I I used to love mm-hmm. Wasps when I was a kid, you know, just because I like the picture. Yeah, Wasps was the team like when I was when I first started watching too. When I was yeah, when I got into started watching Prem too. Wasps was the yeah. team. I I don't know why. What is it? With the it's Gatland. It was Warren Gatland. Well, he wasn't around when then. No, he coached them. They won the Heineken Cup with him. What? Yeah, but this is a long time ago. Yeah, this is like I'm talking like twenty years ago. Yeah. Yeah, but when I started watching, oh okay, yeah, they, they had a good run. They they had some. They had a guy called Jimmy Gopeth at ten. They had James Haskell playing when he wasn't such a gobshite, you know. Yeah, they had they had um, uh, who was that All Blacks ten? Oh yeah, oh it's uh, gonna kill me. That is, I know yeah, what you mean. I can't remember his name. Oh, oh Scott. Oh man, that's gonna where annoy is he me. now? Oh, it's an annoying me. That is. Ah, uh, I can't remember his okay, name. Whatever. Maybe you yeah. make Phil can tell us. Yeah, Phil. Who is it? Email us. <laughs> yeah, anyway. That's all I had to say about that. The wasps are back. And then uh do you think um you wanted to talk about some coaching sacks? Yeah, I think we you know, we talked about Galtier. We did kind of cover it already. Yeah, we did kind of cover it a bit. So I'm I i do not want to I don't want to go over trodden ground, but I do think there's some coaches in danger. I think Borthwick and Galtier. Gatlin's got cash in the bank. We could we could lose twenty more times. Yeah, he's he's painted this narrative which is true. <laughs> he has painted he, the narrative. He, he's he's definitely like scrubbed his narrative up a bit. He's like, hey, if I could say anything to the Welsh public, it's that we're gonna be shit for a bit if you could help calm down. And it kind of worked, but yeah. it's also kind of true. Because no one's complaining about him. I'm not. i I was saying to my friend the other day. Like, I've never been so forgiving of losing three games in a row. Like, if this was Frank three years ago, I'd been like, what the fuck is happening, Pivak? Yeah, someone, yeah. <laughs> but like, I'm, now I'm like, that's just fine. Pivak's probably sitting at home, like, watching yeah, Wales lose, and he's like, what the fuck? Yeah, and, and Pivak gave out loads of caps as well. He's like, yeah. have a cap, have a cap. And yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a young team, and it's like, fuck off, Pivak, we win games. <laughs> yeah, because just fucking roasted him. <laughs> yeah, we hated him. It was horrible. Yeah. But Gatlin, man, he could lose every single game. He's throwing rocks at his windows and yeah. shit. Like, he said no. Yeah. He's just sitting there watching Wales just get their asses kicked. And yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. And everyone's like, yeah, good job, good try. Cameron win it at a brilliant game. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah. It's almost like Warren Gatlin staring at the TV at him. Yeah. He's like, yeah, we're going to have some rough times. <laughs> we're going to have some rough times, Pivak, but I'm still going to have a motherfucking job. <laughs> maybe, he hit, maybe he hypnotizes us in the press conference. You know, he sits there going like, you're all feeling very sleepy. Whales are brilliant. <laughs> it's called... We are developing. It's called Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> yeah. We also have Stockholm Syndrome for Gatlin. Yeah, we named a gate after him. <laughs> we love him. Yeah, but I don't know. He's not going anywhere. Also, like everyone knows what's going on in Wales, mm. and yeah, they do. That's what I'm, I, I think. It's a fair. I think even though they're losing, they're still exceeding expectations. That's the thing. I think if we were taking some hammering, like if we had Alan Wynn, Tipperick, Ken Owens in the team, some leaders, some old heads, then I'd be a bit more. But there's nobody there. This is why you wanted to talk about coaching sacking because you wanted to talk about Gatlin and Wales again. Yeah, always. But I also wanted to talk about... So you should be talking about Pizza Hut. And then all of a sudden fucking... Warren Gatlin loves pizza. <laughs> Do you know Carter Blues? No what the fuck? Where did this come from? All right. In the, in the interest of keeping this moving, I was also thinking that Gregor Townsend, if he doesn't... And I think I think he could probably lose against Ireland. But like, I've got to... I can't see... We've seen everything he can do, I think. He's a block safe coach too. As but long like, as he beats England at the Six Nations, uh, they do not give a fuck. When when does Scotland and that's how Wales were ten years ago? But when does Scotland start saying we've got to push on a bit now? We've got the squad. I think they just have like Scotland and the world just have this expectation of Scotland 
They know what Scotland can and can't do. Mm. So if they lose, yeah, we expected that. Mm. If they win, they're like, wow, mm. that was good. Like, that's what they expect out of Scotland. Like, yeah. so Craig Townsend has, like, he's in a good position because he's just, there's, they don't expect much from him. They don't expect you to win the World Cup. Mm. They don't expect you to win the Six Nations. Yeah. They don't expect you anything. They expect you just to beat England. But look at Argentina, who are comparable to Scotland in, you know, rankings and ability, don't have a professional side, sack their coaches regularly. Yeah. And it's like Scotland... Because they're the best, because they're the best rugby nation in the world. I love Argentina. Like if you, when you put pound for pound and what they do. Yeah, they punch well. When you talk about, yeah, like the messiness of it. Yeah. How their players are all over the world. Yeah. And what they accomplish. To impress up on Zoom. They have to be, they're the best rugby nation in the world. Could be. Hands down. Yeah, could be. Like no one else can do that. No one else can. Yeah. And like being the All Blacks in COVID when it's training on teams like yeah yeah they're on zoom calls that's mad isn't it yeah yeah but what my point is is like they're ambitious there's no reason why scotland can't be that ambitious and i don't think that means sacking the coach i'm talking on my ass they are ambitious but yeah i don't know people are just happy with gregor townsend fair enough maybe i'm making a mountain out of them i would like to see i honestly like like always wondered every year like when is this conversation about like townsend's like coaching role going to come into question like mm. when are they going to be like we want something more we need to try something different well, that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying yeah. but they win a couple games and then the scottish fan base just completely forgets that's exactly how it it's was like in the men in black <laughs> every game is like one of those like flash pens yeah, memory every wipe. win yeah every wins a memory wipe. Do you remember that when we world the world cup i had a member <laughs> it was brilliant <laughs> yeah that's what happens though <laughs> Every time they win a game, their memory just completely yeah. erased. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they're just fucking like, oh yeah, no, no. no. I think we won. We won all the games yeah. that we've ever played because you yeah. only remember the last game. Oh man, <laughs> I just see so much of the current Scotland in old Wales now. You know, it's oh. exactly the same. Oh, it's yeah. like we could have beat Italy in the last game of the Six Nations and lost every single other game. We're like, yeah, <laughs> Gatland, Gatland. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I, I, coaching fired. I I don't know, uh, Borthwick. Borthwick is, is he felt like a replace he felt like a stand-in for me it's like when eddie jones yeah went i felt like they got Borthwick in because he was a safe pair of hands and they were going to find someone else better you know there's just they, there's no organic growth from him yeah and like he had that really good game in the world cup against south africa yeah so unexpectedly everyone, he fooled me too yeah he me, fooled too. me too it's like okay yeah. they are building to something great yeah right? you were saying it not long ago you yeah. were like england of the dark horse weren't you yeah yeah i fully believed in it yeah right everyone was like there was a lot of people that didn't believe in borthwick already yeah 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 but i was like man look at that game yeah look what he's done in such a short time yeah like th- this is just the start yeah but it wasn't that was just the, that was the pinnacle. <laughs> that was the high tide mark. Yeah, that was, was. the rain. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. they just there's no organic growth. There's nothing progressing with him. Yeah. So I don't know. I I can see like everyone's kind of seeing it now. I think so. I don't know where the RFU sees it, but they ha- their standards have to be higher. If it's because when I was an England fan, I would expect it because they're going to get pounded by Ireland. Who else they got to play? Uh, Ireland and France. Uh, yeah. Island and France. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. if they lose those next two games... Then he's probably done, isn't he? He's probably done. Yeah. Galtier's already eight feet under. <laughs> I'm surpri- I, I, I won't I will be surprised this week mm. if they fire him this week. I wouldn't mind getting Sean Edwards in the clear-out sale, though. Because the French like, are wild when it comes to like employment. <laughs> they are, they get the guillotine out, don't they? <laughs> well, I remember when I was in France for the World Cup. I 
every time like there was a strike or some kind of workplace conflict going on yeah. everywhere. I love them for that though. Yeah. They do not take any fucking shit of anybody. No. I love it. I've got so much respect for it. So I could see him I could see him getting let go this week. Yeah. If they they have to they have to like fucking like take whales to the ringer. Like they need a convincing mm. solid win here. They're coming up against a battle hardened team of children now though. Yeah. We're like the child soldiers of an African conflict right now, you know? Yeah. Hard bastards. So I don't know. Like, yeah, he's... It's not going to be a rollover. And, I, and France have got some injuries, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Enough about coaches. Yeah. Another thing I wanted to bring up. Yeah. Mouth guards. Oh, yeah, been, well, I didn't actually... The mouth guard. You haven't heard about the mouth guard drama? No, I heard... I No, I haven't. Tell me. So these players have been playing... Yeah. Uh, in the Six Nations. Mm-hmm. And in Super Rugby, mm. they've been playing with these mouth guards that have been tainted with a certain type of plastic. Okay. That has been given in these bad infections. I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> I'm just I believed you. I'm just making it up. I believed you. No. So they're playing with these mouth guards that have these, like, they're, they're impact monitors. Oh, yeah. So what's happening is... Is that true? Yes, this is true. Uh, okay. This is true. Uh, so the mouth guard gauges how much force... A player is taken to their head. Right. Right. And then they can tell from that information that they get, they pull players off. Okay. For for assessments. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So they've been playing like someone in Super Rugby in, in the Six Nations, Scotland. And then I think uh, I forgot who got pulled off for Scotland. How did I miss this? Uh, they just pulled them off. And the player's like, what? What's going on? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah the meter thing is saying. Your brain's fucked. So it's being, it's really like, uh, it's a. Uh, Really hotly uh, talk, uh, debated thing right now because oh. they got these mouth guards that like don't seem to be tested. Yeah, and they're pulling guys off in the middle of games randomly. Yeah, because they're you know their monitors are going off. I think like uh, <sighs> what's his name, Jordy Jordy Barrett. Mm. Like he got pulled off in a game, and he's like, "What do you mean? I just tackled some. What's I'm fine, right? What, this weekend? Yeah, and." Uh, like and so they've been pulling guys off and so and these coaches and players are getting like worried about this right because right? like what is like what is like um i kind of put this in words here uh because they just they don't know what's going on they don't expect to be taken off you know when you see something on the field and like yeah. hey, that guy better go off yeah these guys have no idea and then they're just getting taken off the field like hey you you're so coming the, the players are upset like yeah players coaches people yeah because it's like i just don't know why would you and you could also that could be the first tackle of the game right you could take a pretty heavy hit and be like right you're off yeah and you could be completely fine you know what i was listening to i think it was mike tyndall talking not long ago and he was talking about one of the selling points of rugby is the physicality and we have to stop being scared of that yes and i did agree with that i was like you know you have to accept this is a violent combat sport yes you know and I we think, like the physicality. Like, don't get me wrong. I think yeah. the the mouth guard things yeah. are is a good idea. It's useful data, right? It's useful data. Yeah. yeah. But to trial like this in, in a Six Nations or yeah. in Super Rugby yeah. where the stakes are so high yeah. and you just like pull a random player off yeah. that the team needs. Yeah, that's bullshit. And then it? they're gone for 10 minutes. Yeah. I mean, I get player welfare, obviously. Yeah. But I think you, unless you're taking an injury, which is obviously negatively affecting you your health your life 
you, you, you've signed up to play a sport where you run mm-hmm. into massive men really fast. Yeah. You're going to hurt yourself. You're going to jostle your brain around. Yeah, because I think everyone that they've pulled off passed their HIA. Yeah. So now you just went off for nothing. And can they bring him back on if they pass? Oh, yeah, pretty- yeah, yeah, because it's an HIA. Right. But they still went off. Yeah. So it was just imagine, imagine you've got like all the, you've got like a, a screen, 15 guys, and each guy has like a little almost like an equalizer it goes up to red if they get a real bad hit what if all of them start pinging off in the red all of a sudden you just pull the we're whole team take the whole team off sorry <laughs> you take guys the whole fucking team yeah. off yeah we're gonna take that scrum is really rough take them all off <laughs> the guy on the monitor is like just like yeah. holy fuck we yeah. got a cold red cold yeah. red. they stop <laughs> yeah. the game yeah. quick <laughs> you have to bring <laughs> deploy the medics every single one go 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 it's <laughs> like just a- like an alarm in the stadium like the timer stops yeah 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 all these guys and they fall on stretcher yeah. these guys or what if like, I don't know, three or four happened at once. And like, I was like, we can't take them all off. Just take Jim off. He's not as good. It's like, why did he pull me off? I'm not him. Well, because you're shit. So like. <laughs> yeah, like I, it leaves room. It just opens a window for a lot of fuckery to happen. That's what I'm saying. Like a lot of fuckery yeah. to happen. And it's like, you know what? Like, let's not let's use this a lot in a yeah. lower league. Do you remember Bloodgate? Do you remember that? I think it, yes, I heard about blood. Gate. Yeah, so they cut the guy open forward with a with a razor blade. Yeah, or it was a fake blood thing, yeah. right? You could do this here. You could be like, maybe you've got it's the 80th minute. You're a scrum on their line, and you could be like, yeah, get him off. Bring a massive prop on, or or like get a uh, a player you don't like like take a player off an opposing team. Yeah, some that's conspiracy shit. No, it could be, couldn't it though? Yeah, it could happen. It could, you could have like a plant in the other team's like coach box with a little camera and they could be like yeah his monitor's gone off because these people are like like, separate from the teams right that are doing this stuff well i think it's like it's almost like the starship command deck right you've got the manager the coach and his like forwards and backs coach on the top layer and there's a layer below them with all the little nerds on the laptops going like number 15 head injury let's go like (laughs) yeah (laughs) typing away like i i think it's just it's too messy right now to be implementing those things like wear them yeah collect the data yeah you know and then you can find out like okay well this guy got like uh, a concussion mm. but his mouth guard didn't even go off yeah oh look at all these concussions where the mouth guard yeah didn't go figure off. the technology out first right yeah or yeah. look at all where all the mouth guards went off and then they had concussion right there's just, so many implications isn't there yeah there's too many red flags yeah. to be like taking players off because of this yeah it's just i also would, wouldn't mind a year where we stop where we just don't fucking trial any fucking weird things as well. You know, we're trying everyone wearing bells on their belt so that we know where they are in the dark. Like, just fucking relax. Yeah. Like, you know, like, there's a lot of things. They're so fucking with the rules shit. too much. They're All, fucking with like yeah. digital fucking Let's just see if guards. the weird new rules work before we try other shit first, you know? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. All right. I didn't know about that. That's interesting. Yeah, you didn't know about that? I think I heard rumors on the wind on yeah. reddit or something but i didn't know yeah it was interesting to hear about that yeah you like how i brought something to the table and then i actually like followed through yeah yeah i like that read about it so you can ask me questions about it and then i can answer you can you. ask me anything you want about wasps so do they have a new owner i'm not saying i'll answer accurately <laughs> i'm just on the wasps hype train you don't need to know anything more wasps are back the mouth guard thing has implications are they coming back they are i just told you they're in a temporary rumors. stadium. Are they coming in the prem? Are they going to play in a bouncy castle? Are they playing in the URC? Maybe. Are they, are they going to be in the MLR? They like, are, oh, do you know what? I remember this detail. They're looking for a league. <laughs> okay. So, so they're in the market for a league. Okay. So they're, you know, yeah. they're trying to do something. Say hello to the Cardiff Wasps. The Cardiff Wasps. 
I might support them. Yeah. yeah. The Bethesda wasps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be good though. All right. Yeah. Well, I think we talked about everything uh, we wanted to talk about. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's my list. Do you want to say the email this week? I don't know it. Oh my God, Frank. It's the friends plural of, is it the friends or just friends? The friends. The friends. Of rugby of pod. Of rugby pod. At gmail. At gmail.com. Dot com. You you're, you're just like head in the clouds of this man. whole like, podcast. Like, it's the same guy we email us every week. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else please email us. Yeah. All right, friends. All right. All right. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.